Let's start with your come up story. I mentioned to uh, Chris Collins the other day, it, it's kind of like you're, you know, you're Spider-Man, bit by spider, and you became a superhero person. So what's your back, what's your back story? Where, how did you get to Waco? Where yeah, I um, was born in Louisville and grew up in Temple, just down the road. Oh, wow. And wanted to go see the world, but I was paying for school and got my best scholarships at Baylor. Oh, okay. So I ended up staying in Central Texas. Actually, um, Really, really one of the first things I saw the power of entrepreneurship was in that scholarship I got um, a, in the Dallas scholarship from the Logan family. Mm -hmm. um, her father had had a company here in Waco mm -hmm. and they endowed an entrepreneurship scholarship and really got to see how the power of you know building a business also made you able to really impact individual lives. It mm -hmm. changed the trajectory of, you know, of my life in lots of ways. So it was really neat. Um, and got married, we were moving to Denver, and then my husband's job ended up bringing us back to Central Texas. Yeah. And I really didn't know what a young business major was gonna do yeah. in um, the Temple Waco area, and I ended up, um, again, kind of seeing the, the little connections that are made along the way and how important those are. I had a college friend whose father had relocated a plant here to, to the Waco area. Yeah. And um, he ended up helping introduce me to the, the Greater Waco Chamber here. They were actually prepping me for an interview with another organization and ended up offering me a job. And I started in their marketing department and economic development um, almost 20 years ago. Wow. So, so I went to school here. In <coughs> so were your friends kind of uh, giving you that kind of disappointed story when they're like, oh, you're staying in Waco. Temple. I don't think I ever told you this. I was thinking about this morning as we were driving over here. I was at a, a, a birthday party, like a swimming pool party, mm -hmm. a couple of years ago, and I ran into you, and we were talking, and you mentioned your husband, and uh, Corbett was standing there talking to somebody, and and I know Corbett. Well. I was like, yeah, look at that guy. Isn't he a loser? You know, I said, look at that loser over there. You know, and you're like, yeah, 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 funny, funny. And so we we're talking, and then you walked up, and I thought, well, that's kind of funny. Uh, you have a sister I do. that looks a lot like I do you. Have a twin sister. And I didn't know you yeah, that well, but uh, I, do. I was talking to your sister. She was all about the clothes you lose. It was really funny. I was like, and I hadn't been drinking or anything. I thought that was really weird. And then you walked up, and I was like, that's funny. So, but uh, I remember you're, you're from Temple. Yes, uh, I am. You have and a twin I have sister. A twin sister. She's down in Houston uh -huh. and I saw a picture she was in on Facebook or something recently. I was reminded of that. Jeff twin sister. So, okay. And that's not what we're here to talk about. I just got to ask. So tell the truth. Did you ever, did either of you ever use that 
Um, did she take a test for you? Did no, she? No, I broke up with one of her boyfriends. For her? For her. And that's probably just, in sixth grade. That's lovely. Yeah, it's the start of my negotiation skills. But they never took a test. No. Nothing serious. You're too, She's you're an nice. epidemiologist and a doctor. Yeah, I know. I she, our skill sets are in very different domains. <laughs> I'll probably just talk straight lace. She would never do that. No. I had a brother twin. We'd have done some bad stuff together. But y'all are straight lace, I can tell. That's nice. So that reminded me of you from, from Temple. So, and then you started with Chamber. Yep, yep. I was there for 10 years. It was a great um, introduction. I was always in the economic development team, started in marketing, business development, ended up leading the program for the last half of my time there. And, um, you know, the great thing about that is just the exposure to so many different industries. Um, we, I know you recently talked with Chris, who was yeah. a wonderful yeah. uh, colleague of mine for many years, and now I've worked with her in different ways. Um, but I, um, you know, we, we targeted so many different types of companies, um, and we also, um, as an organization, you know, you're, you're working with a number of business leaders, and you I had the privilege at a pretty young age of getting to be mentored by people who've grown businesses, built real estate developments, and um, really was able to kind of um, see the different ways and styles that people go about um, innovating and building something. And mm -hmm. um, so I, I loved my time there. It was it was a great start. Across a lot of different personality types. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Do projects and absolutely. And, and honestly, you know, not one single one is the secret to success. Mm -hmm. I was able to see so many different paths that people took. Um, and, uh, and really kind of figure out my own from there. We didn't really plan this, it just worked out this way, but yes, I recently talked to Chris, and talking about the economic development part reminded me of, uh, at least from my perspective, when there is an announcement, someone coming to town, or a big expansion or something, you know, yeah. um, the economic development piece, it's kind of unsung heroes of that. They, a lot of people never know all that went on, right. kind of like the swan on the water, you know, it looks smooth from the top, all these things, and I found that in some cases there were, you know, there was one rails for or one incentive from a different piece that made this piece work as opposed to in, in going to Lubbock or Midland or doing something else. And people are, you know, we're this close. So uh, what what kind of things go into uh, either attracting or, or, or coming up in a big expansion? What kind of infrastructure things come together? Uh, oh, what, kind, what, kind, yeah. what things are underneath that? Well, that I mean, level? you think about, uh, in many respects, if you just think about a company's budget, get a feel for all of the cost implications of, of what goes into either making something or delivering a, mm -hmm. a service um, to, uh, to an industry. And um, every single one of those line items is a decision factor. Um, and so depending on the industry is really how you determine the weight of their impact um, on a site location. Um, and, you know, I, I think anyone who's been in, associated with that space, whether as a corporate end user or consultant, which is a role I've had in recent years, um, or the, the folks on the community end, the mm -hmm. other side of the table, um, you know that really in many respects it's kind of site elimination. It's yeah. not really site selection. They're, they're often many places that can work. So you try, um, you try to cut down other people's sites? No, I mean, a, a, from, a, from, a, yeah. from, a, <laughs> from a company perspective. You don't want to go there? No, from a company place. perspective, it's just one that, yeah. yes, individual at the very end of differentiating between finalists, you know, you, you often have two very, um, or three, four good alternatives. 
and it is small things mm -hmm. that, that end up making the difference. So. Uh, I know you're doing consulting and, and doing things outside of our market now, but when you think locally, uh, any, any, anything, any particular one that comes to mind that you feel that you know was either more fun to work on or had some unique qualities or some things that made it work that uh, that people might not think on the service that got them here. Mm -hmm. or, well, what were some of the ones that were more fun? For me, in my time in that role, and I think everybody enjoys different things. Uh, for me, I loved the projects that were about um, kind of laying the foundation for things that would really have a generational impact. So. Yeah. One of the last projects I worked on was the brick, yeah. and um, you know, part of the team that got the resources together and and uh, brought that together, and, and for you those know, the brick, the uh, research and innovation collaborative. Yeah, yeah, but the I mean, old general the, tire building. the old general tire yeah. building. But what I think, you know, as a as a community, people might say, oh, but where are all these commercialized companies? Mm -hmm. um, what you have to keep in mind is when that was done, you know, there were not even a handful of technology-ready um, programs coming out of the university's research and and the the work that went into putting that facility on the ground and getting uh, a research facility that can help Baylor reach you know an R1 classification. I mean, today there are over 30 um, technologies that are at a technology readiness level that they could go out and be commercialized and the networks around how to get the investment and how to get the talent and all of those pieces of the puzzle that then make corporations come and commercialize that are really coming together and so you know that's not a project where you look at and you say oh next year there were a thousand jobs you can directly attribute to it mm -hmm. but as an economy um, it is so critical for us to really foster kind of the, the talent base and innovation based mm -hmm. parts of our um, economy you know which is always been a community that made things. Um, we have a strong manufacturing legacy, we have a strong entrepreneurial legacy. Yeah. Um, even with the current advent of Magnolia and its impact, you know, it's a creative, um, you know, spirit that really um, honors people who create things, right? Um, and being able to do that in the technology space gives us some of the really exponential growth um, possibilities that you've seen in places like Austin yeah. and, and other places that have been benchmarked around the country. I know there are a lot of people in those efforts, uh, certainly, so you're probably hesitant to say why I was a part of that, but which, what projects uh, visibly people would see that you can think of through those years you've worked on? Uh, no, the, was it the uh, Tyson? No, no well, I mean, we, we had a lot of different projects. I mean, in any given year, there are dozen projects. Um, we, you know, a lot of manufacturing projects. I was trying to think of ones that come to people uh, that came here. Simpson Farms. Yeah. Like the one. I had run across someone that worked with you on, on that project for the complimentary that's oh. up there on Highway 84. Yeah. Big, big plan. Yeah. 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 And I think the thing with economic development is it's so important that you're doing um, projects that represent, and you know, Chris probably spoke mm -hmm. to this last, uh, on y'all's last discussion, but projects that really represent different parts of the economy. So manufacturing um, certainly is a huge employment sector. It, yeah. It has a tremendous impact on GDP here, and particularly in this um, 
the current era where you have property tax uh, caps, mm -hmm. the importance of having the tax base come off of those industrial plants, which typically invest tens of millions of dollars per capita of headcount, um, is really important. But at the same time, then doing things like the brick or initiatives to get professional uh, firms into our downtown core, um, you know, some of those that really balance one another are really important for an economy like ours because, you know, one of the best things about Waco is it's not a corporate town. You know, there's not one massive industry that dominates. It's very diverse and it always has been. I, I mean, we've, since I was selling it 20 years ago and now that other people are, you know, it's still no sector is more than 20%. And I've been here long enough to, to go through two of the big downturns and one thing that came up many times when people ask about this is we, we really were insulated a little bit from that mm -hmm. because we did have that diversity. Yeah. No one sector hit us like some yeah. of the other places, you know, the sure. big booms. We, we didn't have the big booms, but we also didn't have the big falls. Yeah. Now, I, w I mean, I will say, so, you know, in my time there, I worked on a, a great breadth of um, industries. And I think the, the difference now in um, since starting my own firm and really working on the other side of, of that um, process and both site location and then development is, you know, in that space I really have ended up focusing far more on the technology side of projects um, and really kind of the knowledge base of industries. We'll, we'll talk about that real briefly, uh, not briefly, but just you switched over. You're now working yeah. with companies that you're representing companies that now work with municipalities and cities and chambers and stuff like things now. So you're kind of a little side of the Yeah, table. yeah. So seven years ago, I really, I mean, I always had an entrepreneurial uh, spirit. Of, I studied entrepreneurship in, mm -hmm. in my time at Baylor. Great program, still one of the top rated ones nationally. And, um, and I always knew that that's where I wanted mm -hmm. to end up. I saw a lot of great um, examples of that in the people that I got to work with at the chamber. So um, seven years ago, I, I started um, mm -hmm. my firm, which is KSR, and we kind of did the opposite side, if you will. You mm -hmm. know, um, so helping companies that are going out and doing new locations, figure out where they're going, and negotiate their way through that. You know, yeah. there are so many different um, things that operationally and financially impact that decision. Um, so. That's, and that's taking you locations outside of Waco. You're yeah, so I would say the first are. probably three or four years, most of my projects were outside of Waco. Mm -hmm. um, really was um, my, that niche that I found was um, in very innovative and disruptive mm -hmm. industries. Um, so I worked on test sites, launch sites. Um, recently worked on projects that are kind of uh, co-working, anchored uh, developments. Production facility, and so um, most of those have been outside of Waco. And in the last few years, um, have really had an opportunity to do a little bit more closer to home with uh, more focus on real estate development. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the, the co-working site that you worked with, I actually got to walk through last week. That's an yeah. interesting concept. It's great concept. And uh, if, if you talk about talk about that a little bit about what. What it looks like. Or yeah, no, that's a fantastic is, concept, and honestly, it's called a cannon. Yes, cannon. So there, in in Houston, there's a it's a 30 acre development on the west side of Houston um, called the Founders District, and mm -hmm. it's anchored by a, a co-working private for-profit co-working facility called the Cannon. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a great concept because it's a group of um, business leaders that had done equity investments all over the world, um, mm -hmm. came from tremendously skilled backgrounds, very well-known brands and equity investment. Mm -hmm. And 
um, but they weren't doing them in their hometown. Mm -hmm. And so they came back to Houston and they created a private equity fund, um, capitalized you know, half a dozen companies or so, really kind of built a niche in that esports industry mm -hmm. space. Um, but it's a diverse portfolio. Some of them, I mean, they have a, a, a corporate maintenance uh, that does construction maintenance at the end of construction jobs. It's one of the biggest ones in Houston. So it's a real diverse portfolio of jobs, everything from entry level to very high technology jobs. Um, but they built this portfolio that really focuses on reinvesting in their hometown. In this case, it's Houston. And um, they bought some uh, kind of declining industrial properties and um, and then bought a number of properties around it to build a mixed-use development um, centered around the entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So at the heart of the, this, uh, this development, both physically and also kind of in philosophy, is a 120,000 square foot co-working facility and it's got kind of embedded in it, you know, bank presences, mm -hmm. attorneys, a lot of kind of service uh, yeah, that's what surprised me. Yeah, I, I thought then, it was going to be you know co-working, startup, hustle space, yeah. and there's a piece of it. But the more I learned, uh, it's really becoming kind of the new real estate play. Yeah, and, and for those really, who don't know, it's, they have you can rent an individual office there, mm -hmm. all the shared space. But I think there was a Fortune 500 company that was taking yeah. maybe twenty or thirty thousand yeah. feet of that thing. Uh, a, a bank went in there, accounting firm, a professional services that wanted to be in this high energy space. And for those that haven't seen it, we might can cut in a. a link to or something but it's much like the Google space it's really yeah. neat space and I can see while well, just traditional businesses wouldn't be there yeah you know, it's absolutely I mean they've really embraced that entrepreneurship is not just one part it's a full ecosystem and there's a very corporate innovation uh, focus on that campus and and to your point the whole idea of the mixed-use community is that so many of um, the the kind of brand names yeah. that we would think of when we think of mm -hmm. tech culture, like a Google, um, like a lot of some that we're even fortunate to have in our neck of the woods. Yeah. I mean, they build an environment where people stay and they work yeah. long hours and they have everything they need right there. And in the, you know, in this particular project, they're, they're looking to do that both in the commercial spaces and multifamily spaces and work spaces mm -hmm. in a single campus. It's a great project. and. Honestly, a great model for communities like Waco that are really trying to foster yeah. uh, a similar sense of um, you know innovation community. Yeah. So. Yeah, I talked to an attorney that was going to a space like that, and he moved on his own. He just he just didn't want to be by himself. He committed to a traditional office and do the traditional office thing. He said, I just didn't want to be by myself. You yeah. know, and, 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 and put in that space. They, some of the bankers down there told me that uh, two of the things they're looking at. Uh, some people approached them. Um, about just taking the whole floor of an office building and not converting the whole office building to have an empty floor. Mm -hmm. And they're gonna do some kind of partnership or someone is that goes in and, and makes that a type of space. Yeah. I guess and, and if it works, they'll do it elsewhere. And then it may not have been them, but another place like a, a mall site or something, yeah. big space that they could use that same Absolutely. concept for just traditional business, not just startups. Absolutely. Really and, and we have, I mean, we're so yeah. fortunate in Waco. Waco Work has really just pioneered that yeah. um, new spaces coming out. The hustle space, the same thing. Yeah. For just those really that are in there, it's really neat to go in there and just get that feel of community and atmosphere of, of being in there. You bet. Uh, it's, 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 like I said, I think it's just a real estate place, like the way the real estate. Yeah. Uh, it's funny you say that because one of the things when I said the comment about uh, site elimination, you know, real estate in and of itself is never the determinant on yeah. the site selection project, but in so many instances 
um, it is one of the initial screens to eliminate places. So if you have really comparable ability to access talent or physical locations, supply chain costs, utility costs, and one location can give you a speed to market and a lower capital point of entry mm -hmm. because there's something prepared for you to go into, mm -hmm. it's gonna stay in the mix and a different one's gonna get eliminated. You know, that real estate variable is usually it's super small, you know, percentage of the cost per unit of something or the cost of delivering a service, um, but boy, not having it ready can get you off the list pretty quickly. And, you know, I think that's where, from my standpoint, as I have, you know, um, had the different hats in this, this industry, you know, being the one recruiting to the space, helping companies go to new locations, and, you know, especially on those innovative projects, I mean, speed of execution is as valuable as any financial tool you can ever put on the table. You know, flexibility, the ability to understand that very entrepreneurial companies, um, man, their, their plans change so much over time, you know, and being able to flex with them. Um, those two things are, are so critical, um, but also having space prepared for these companies. I mean, they don't want to put a lot of capital into that space themselves for the most part. Um, and I think um, as a community, that's something that, you know, leadership has really recognized. You see a lot of these projects and uh, proposals that, they, that the cities have gone out for in, in Waco to try and attract, you know, whether it's office space downtown or sites along the river, you know, creating spaces that these talented people and talented companies are wanting, wanting to be attracted to, or are attracted to, it's so important. Um, so. so you Traverse from going to work for the chamber to working for the consultant. Are you are you entering the equity space a little bit? You know, a little, a little bit, yourself? yeah, a little Probably bit, yeah. So space? I mean, I have always I'm, I'm loved to get you into space to some of these people talk about things. But I can't talk I, about that. The, you can, yeah, the I'd love to tell you. Really, I'd, have to, I'd have to kill you. That's right. Happen. No, no. I mean, I still have some of that. In, but you know um, some about that. Yeah, absolutely. And I. I've That's always fun. loved the real estate side Take of it. Take some risks. Yeah. Let's go. That would be the best Yeah, yeah. It, it, I am, um, and I, I mean, again, I, I, I deeply believe in the fact that um, real estate and is, is one of the ways that people interact with the market. Yeah. You know, when you say that you've visited a place, think about how often you're talking about, you know, a district or a, you know, people go to Venice, they don't say that they went somewhere, they say they went to St. Mark's Square, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And um, real estate really creates the places that people identify with in a community. And, um, you know, it was one of my favorite things I did when I was at the chamber. And it's something I've loved being a part of um, on the consulting team. And yes, moving forward, I mean, we've done small things like our office here, um, uh, which we've loved being in, um, in the uptown area, which, I mean, gosh, we've only been here two yeah. years and we've seen a lot of change already. Part of, and part, part of the, this messaging, I think, is getting the word out too. For so many years, I've heard people talk about, you know, they, especially when they come to school here or, or, or any other institutions, they always feel like they have to leave to go somewhere yeah. and have an exciting career. And you're a great example of you don't have to do that. I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot so of interesting work, and you can do things faster typically than if you go another route. And uh, there's just a lot of things going on here, and you're a great example of how you have a great career here and a great quality of life. And, uh, of course, it's easier to sell than it used to be, but you know, yeah. people, so many feel like, well, we just have to leave here to go do interesting work and give some examples. Oh, there's very interesting work here. Interesting work, for sure. Whatever you want to make it. And a community, you know, I mean, we, uh, we were so fortunate. We had three boys. Um, I literally uh, can 
pick them up from school and they can go to the library next door, grab books, can be in here. Um, and, you know, we have uh, friends that will be here forever and we'll raise our kids together. And that's a, that is a, a, a root and a foundation that you can give kids uh, that's really unique. You know, our, we still have a neighborhood where, you know, kiddos run around outside together yeah. and, um, yeah. and we're really thankful to be able to offer that to our children. And for my husband and I, he's in a different industry, but we both um, have had a really strong client base in sort of like that Texas triangle, if you want to call it mm-hmm. that. And, you know, we love being able to, for the most part, be home at night. Yeah. You know, even if you were down in Houston during the day, yeah. it's an easy drive and um, our kids don't yeah. have the experience of mom or dad being on business travel for four nights out of the week, you know. I'm smiling because it, come, it comes to mind if you're not careful because of this, so easy, uh, you, can over, you can get overcommitted pretty quickly too. Some of my friends in Netflix, you know, like, okay, we can play soccer or we can play little. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> we play all. <laughs> <laughs> you do that, we can do little rivers, and you can do 14 things and change uniforms in the car. Right. So you have to be kind of careful, and you can do dance and cheer and all that. So all it's great. Play stories, kids. And I know you're busy. Thanks so much for taking the time and sharing this. Uh, there's just so much going on here that I don't think okay. a lot of people realize. And when they hear these stories, they go, that's interesting, yeah. and I appreciate you doing that, sir. It's been my pleasure. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Okay, bye bye.